days are indeed here again. That is the vocal stylings of um, Harry Hudson's Melody Men with um, Happy Days. There we are for you young people there into your rap music. That's proper stuff for you. Get that down, you. Put airs on your chest. Yes, it's not just a matter of life and death. It's podcasts that we do um, weekly so far uh, about um, Liverpool Football Club, which has been quite interesting over the last few weeks because we've been rubbish. But it's all changed. We've turned the corner. Tonight's show it comes um, in association with um, Barry Venison, Stevie Grisovich, and John Welsh. Now, you see, the reason why I've running, I'm running out of obscure footballers now. John Welsh is probably my last really obscure footballer. Any more suggestions, Ashley? Can, you can, you, maybe well, you I should do them. Ne- away, maybe you should do them next week. Yeah, maybe. All right. You do the challenge. I'll yeah, you do that. You can come up with three next week. Yeah. But yes, um, ladies and gentlemen, um, Ashley Blaker there, like Dick Van Dyke. My first, I was going to say my first guest, but I've said your name now. Let me read it anyway. Like Dick Van Dyke, my first guest can, um, can't vouch for nine years of his life. Dick Van Dyke spent those years drunk, of course, but Ashley didn't use his time so wisely. He was watching Liverpool. Crown paints himself. Ashley Blaker, the Oracle. Hello. There you are. Wasn't as good that week, was it? Never mind. Alongside him, a British stand-up comedian who has built a solid following in Australia and now spends almost as much time in the air as the ball did in Sunday's Merseyside derby. It's Gordon Southern, everybody. Can I just say, you know, uh, in connection to that uh, intro, yeah, y- you know about the act of penis van lesbian. You know that. I'm sorry. Did Pe- you know that the actor, van- actor, penis van lesbian? No, I don't. Penis. Changed his name to Dick Van Dyke. He was away. Hey, <laughs> come on, everybody! Topical comedy. You can have that one. Yeah. You can have that one for nothing, everybody. Um, uh, so we, we haven't seen you for ages, Gordon. Where have you been? I've been, been away. Um, excitingly and, and football related, I did a corporate function last week for UEFA, European Football Governing Body, and uh, so they're, they're the ones that you, you that win the uh, that to run the the brilliant Europa, Europa League. The Europa League. Europa that we're currently Europa hot for Europa League. Europa League. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's only yeah. Leeds need to enter. That one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, the the uh, Europa Cup. God, I bet there was a bit of money in that, was there? Well, it was one of the most sumptuous corporate headquarters I've ever seen. It, it overlooks Lake Geneva. How did so you get that in. gig? Um, a colleague of mine was not able to do it, so <laughs> it <laughs> fell to me. It's a backhanded it's your, book. Your friend's friend's Beckenbauer. <laughs> <laughs> there was there was a bung involved and some backhanders. Lovely. Which is currently under investigation. Ooh. But the, the the place overlooks Lake Geneva hmm. with Mont Blanc in the background. As you walk in, there's the Europa Cup and the UEFA Cup in front of you in glass cases. Wow. And it felt like the Carlsberg advert. Well, wow. you know, Carlsberg don't make uh, corporate headquarters, but if they did, because then it's a lovely looking secretary walks walks past. Wow. And go, oh, this is just like the advert. Wow! But they're actually quite a shadowy organisation. It's quite sinister because it I looks d- a bit like a Bond headquarters. <laughs> and the fact that they're European general... fo- European football f- seeming a bit dodgy, Absolutely. really. And th- and their general secretary is a man called Gianni Infantini, who unfortunately bears quite a resemblance to Doctor Evil. <laughs> 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 He's a bald Italian, quite avuncular, but with big bushy eyebrows. And uh, as the function was on a boat, he was dressed up as the captain of the boat, and yet he holds no office, which is typical megalomaniac behaviour. Of a European bureaucrat. And they they hate FIFA. They've got slightly more money than FIFA. FIFA's just down the road. Right. And I have a feeling that this new headquarters that they're building, which is a round building linked to the old building 
by an underground tunnel. Wow. Again, echoes of James Bond's <laughs> secret lair. And I'm just thinking that in a few years it will flip over to a big world. <laughs> Trained on Seb Blatter's house. So Go, give of, us the World Cup. What kind of material do you do? Because presumably there's a mixture of different um, I was going to say races, but Not countries. races, nationalities. Well, I had to do some pan In Switzerland, there'd be no racist lobby white. <laughs> uh, no jokes about uh, do you, do you gold. To, do you do the set in Esperanto? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been good. No, I had to do it in uh, a little bit of German, a little bit of French. And then a very dodgy Ooh, East look at you. European... Hello. A little bit of German, a little Ooh. bit of French. And then a dodgy East European accent for the Polish and Ukrainian 2012 Presumably lobby. they were serving the food, though. <laughs> hey! A bit of racist jokes. There we go. Can only, I only apologise. on the racism. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so, so, but, but that was great. So how long do you have to do? I did two 15-minute sets. Wow, that's brilliant. And they flew you over there and everything. They flew me over. They put me in a really nice hotel in Geneva because they've got pots of cash. Wow. Which so Liverpool aren't going to see any of. So it was like extra time. It was two 15-minutes <coughs> by... Uh, I suppose yeah. so, yeah. And any heckles meant time would be added on for <laughs> stoppages. So we, we did all that. If you got a really good joke away, you'd get the golden goal. Mm. It would actually end straight away and wouldn't have to... I think we've probably exhausted this. Uh, <laughs> did you, did you, it doesn't work. Did it go down well then? Did you, it was all right. Do you think yeah. you get us back? I'm not sure, but if I, I think I might be able to get tickets to a meaningless European fixture in the future. Oh, I've got some little UEFA badges, which I think can get you into any game. Oh, yeah. oh bring him, can you, you bring them in next week? Pell, you know. That's right, the lapel badge. You can just kind of get in anyway, can't you? But they, yeah, they, they do dress like sort of, uh, I think, tour guides, because they've got the blazer, shirt and tie and the slacks. It'd be really useful if we were still in the Champions League, because there'd be games we'd want to go to, but mm. th- th- now that we're in the, the d- um, Disney League, well, now we look Disney forward League. to playing teams that sound like internet passwords. <laughs> Basel, 1893, <laughs> 1907, Kludge, things like that. Um, no, I'm excited about playing in the, um, the I'm, Euro, I'm, Euro Disney League. Yeah, you know what? Excited. I'm, 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 I'm not that fussed. I think... Oh, come uh, on. No, 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 no. You it's know, embarrassing. Liverpool, no, it's not. Liverpool have got... Look, in all honesty, what would you rather... Would you rather... I'm not saying we're going to win it, but let's say, would you rather win the UEFA Cup? I'm still calling it the UEFA Cup. Would you rather win the UEFA Cup or go out like we did last year in the quarterfinals of the Champions League? I'd rather go out in the quarterfinals of the Champions League. Well, do you know what? Much. There's less money in it. I don't, and, and you get to play in the uh, European Super Cup final in Monaco. And I, That's not true. There's more, there's more prestige in winning the UEFA Cup to get into the quarterfinals. And I was listening on the radio um, the other day. There was, someone was saying, oh, it's a disaster for Liverpool. Um... By going out of this stage, they've lost up to 30 million euros. And what that is, firstly, 30 million euros, they've said to kind of bump it up. But, to, um, to, but what that actually means is, is that the 30 million had they won it. Well, hang on. You know, we won it in 2005. All right, we got to the final in 2007. But you're not gonna, you don't expect, you don't plan to win the European Cup every year. There's Barcelona, a great side. You know, Real Madrid song. Inter actually look a bit strong this year. Man United, Chelsea obviously look very strong. There's a lot of good teams out there. You can't guarantee you're going to win the European Cup. So actually, the difference between going out of the group stage and going out in the round of 16 or the last or the last eight. It's, it's when you consider the debt Liverpool have got, it's actually negligible. I love the way you seem to, you seem negligible. to, you, know, you, you see the sunny side of anything, don't you? <clears throat> no, but it's negligible. I'm just saying, it's a lot of there's a lot of um, you know 
there's a lot of people who stir troublemakers, stir up trouble <laughs> people, and you hear them on the road, you know, because that's, that's the culture we're in. Obviously, every every little, you know, hiccup is a disaster. Arsenal lose yesterday, it's a disaster. Wenger's useless. You know, that's the that's the culture we're in. They don't, they, they don't seem to have a go at uh, Wenger as much well, as they did. Well, they did, not this year, but last year they did. Uh, and uh, Not as much as Benitez, because people love him. Uh, the press really like him, and they don't, they've got something against Benitez. But, the, but in truth, you know, the... the 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 difference in going out in the last eight, which is what we did last year, and the group stage of the Champions League in terms of the finances is really negligible. What is serious, obviously, is if we don't get into Champions League next year, that is a lot of money. Yeah, but that's not Plus necessarily going to happen, of, of yet, is it? No, exactly. So that I'd be concerned about. But in terms of going out of this stage, it really isn't a disaster. And if you, if you again, not not to be sure that we are going to suddenly guarantee you're going to go on and win the UEFA Cup, but if they take it seriously and get to the final and win it. Uh, great, you know, that'd be absolutely fantastic We've won it three times before Fantastic final in uh, Dortmund, we always remember uh, We all remember And so, um, What was the vibe the at, um, did you ask anybody any questions about Opal At uh, UEFA, with your UEFA mates What was the vibe there, were they disappointed they were I only mentioned it right at the end of my set And yeah. I was uh, surprised to see that There was a large number of Liverpool fans right. Amongst the Swiss, French and German contingent there Plus a few English people and they were with us just before we uh, we we went out to Debrecen or, or no? This was on the Thursday. We didn't go out so to it was, Debrecen. Yeah, it, was, it was the day after. Well, we sort of did. We went out with such a whimper. I was so, I was really you know this that the, to me to be honest with you, the game against Debrecen was my lowest ebb this season because I thought we were terrible. Well, both in games. Game. To, to, I mean to. to Basically, only scored two goals against one of the worst sides in, in Europe. You know, they, and, they're like um, a third division side, and but also, and I, and you know, and I know you love him to death, but I th- I really think um, that Benitez got that wrong. The, the, the way they set the side up, and you know, y- you know, to play against them with two defensive central midfield players, I just thought, oh come on, we we're not yeah, really, when we start problem. when we started out, but they dominated. That wasn't the problem. Yeah, but they, they completely poor, dominated. Poor, yeah, poor, um, poor, poor finishing. And poor but yeah, but poor, poor creative play. There was no creative play at all in that game. It, it, it was wasn't so. A great, wasn't a great pitch. Yeah, well, you, you keep saying go banging on about pitches. You know, when when Sunes and Dalglish played, there was no decent pitches. You know, we, we were, they played in quadmires, but they still won a lot of games one nil. <laughs> Yeah, but they step, but and then, but, and then spend ninety, and then spend eighty minutes. Yeah, but that's um, passing it back to Grobo. Yeah, you used to have to be allowed to pick it up. In you know, we perfected that. Yeah, but the ex- you know the excuse, you know, the, the, you know, Dalglish played on crap pitches and was still skillful. You know, Glenn Hoddle, Tony Curry, you know, lots of incredibly skillful players. Play, George Best played on crap pitches. With you a know, ball made out of wood in those and, days. Of and course. You know, to to you know, that's the excuse. Presumably, he's 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 using not to, uh, not to put bring Aquilani out in case he's, he breaks one of his. No, well, I said that last week. I didn't think he'd play Aquilani in that. I pitch. can't that's believe I can't. Well, I think that's fair well, enough. That, that was fair. If you know Fiorentina are going to uh, win in, what's it was, the point of it, was, it was fair enough. Well, then don't bring him on for the last thirty seconds, then, because that felt like a, like an insult to me. I, fa- I well, really I don't found know what the logic I, there was, but um, yeah, all right. I mean, you know, they're, they're, you know, this team was sixth in the Hungarian league. You know, it's it, uh, and we we start with a you've crossed your arms and your yeah. legs there, and that, that's, quite def- that's quite a that's quite a defensive body, body no, language statement. Well, I'm I'm following Benitez. I'm defensive. And, <laughs> yeah. um, but you know, I did I did find it really. I got really angry when he brought um, Aquilani on because I just thought that, that's all. You're almost doing that deliberately to, to the Champions League, I, the group stage. Ultimately, I know. Obviously, had we. Um, 
had Fiorentina not won, then then it would have been a, you know, having to score three goals situation. But on the whole, it's about points. It doesn't actually matter whether you win eight no. nil or one nil. No, no. And so I, I wouldn't criticise him for that. I, you know, it's just they had a job to do and they did it. So was that thirty second like a way of cup tying him so that he doesn't leave in the yeah? I know. I don't window. know exactly what the point of that maybe, was. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I you know, I, I really just can't comprehend it at all. You know, and you know, against you know, we were two up against Everton. Why don't you bring him on then? Because we're two up. He was you on know, the bench. He, wasn't he was on the bench. Yeah. You know. Get, you know. I mean. You know. He, you know. I don't know. What, what did he bring? What did he take him across Stanley Park for? Just you know, to a bit of fresh air. It's just. Uh, I, I, I just thought. I mean, I know. I know. Everybody's staying, saying no. Oh, the lesser spotted um, Aquilani. Where is he? And so. But there is. There. You know. There is a point there because we are crying out for some creativity in midfield, and and he sat there. He's not doing anything. Maybe. Maybe we. I don't know. Maybe you know his injuries still not sorted out or whatever. But. I was just really, really fed up. Um, but um, Sunday arrived, turned around, and we played Everton. It's, it, isn't it bizarre? Is that when we get get up for these big games and and yeah? But this is, I mean, again, this is what I was saying before though about um, it, us. You know, we're in a culture of you know lose a game and you're going to be sacked. You yeah. do the end of the world. Win a game and everything's great. I mean, and obviously it's always somewhere in between. The that was a match, a very poor game between two phenomenally poor sides. <laughs> it was. Uh, I, I was saying it was, it was um, just saying it was like watching Brazil, Brazilian pub team, two Brazilian pub teams because nah, the was, ball was just yeah. up in the air it all the time. Poor. It was, it was poor, and they're poorer than us, and they yeah. actually weren't somehow able to actually really. Sometimes these derby games, they're able to get up for it, and uh, they didn't seem. I, to I was really very surprised they left. You know, their two best strikers on the bench, no matter how. You know how how injured they are. You know, but uh, you know, Yakubu w- would would have caused us a lot of problems if he'd have been on from the, from the start. I think because he's a real handful, Yakubu. And you know, their bench w- was attacking wise was a damn sight better than our attacking bench, um, which you know says quite a lot, doesn't it? You know, um, but you know, there are you know the, on the plus side, we won it and that was great. Um, uh, and then there's a few people getting back to fit. I mean, I mean, although saying that, you know, Gerard looked knackered, didn't he? Yeah, he, he, looks he just so doesn't look fit at all, no. does he? Yeah. As does Aurelio, as does Johnson, and Carrie looks. Yeah, Johnson anyway. doesn't quite look ready to come back. Although the other the other, the other week he played really the, well. After the Debrecen game, I thought, oh, and Gog's finally starting to play. But I think that was he was flattered by the opposition because. On Sunday, I thought he was woeful. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's got better because he's just he's got more confidence because he's but playing. But once every a defender game. works out, he's going to try and back heel it. That's that's yeah. his bag of tricks empty. I, you know, I, I, as Ashley said many times, it, it he would not be anywhere near the first eleven if we had anybody else. I, I yeah. mean, and genuinely, we don't. He's have very young else. as well, but yeah. Um, yeah I, Although I did did notice that um, although you know I'm not um, shouting this from the rooftops that Elzar was was on the bench against Everton, and uh, he did say that Torres almost got was almost fit for it. So in theory, come Blackburn we might have one or either of them, and I just think you know even if it's Elzar, at least it's something different to chuck on. Um, but uh, you know, I, I, and Riera looked class when he came on, so. You know they're gradually coming back. So okay, again, again, I'll go back to you. if I, we got our first eleven, we could beat anybody. I really do. But our second eleven mm. could yeah. get beaten by I the th- Brits. <laughs> I mean, if um, uh, at risk of uh, repeating myself from previous weeks, I mean, I think what this weekend showed, certainly yesterday's games for me, is that 
Liverpool and Arsenal, really, there's, despite what um, you know, recent results and what, what some people say who, who love Wenger and whatever, there's not a lot between Arsenal and Liverpool. No. There is a lot between Arsenal and Liverpool and Man United and Chelsea. And there will be some seasons when one or either of uh, one or other of, or maybe both of Liverpool and Arsenal, can challenge and kick on. Two years ago it was Arsenal. Last year it was Liverpool. This year I'm not entirely sure if it'll be either of them. Um, and unfortunately, that's probably where we're <coughs> at. Next, I still next year it'll be City. Well, I hope this year it'll be. I'd see. Nah, see, I don't. I don't see that. I think Do you not think City? Too? Why not? Because uh, unless, well, if they change their manager, which they may do even this. Um, I think they will do. I think they'll do in January. They. They, they've not. He's not bought well, has he? He's bought very poorly. Look, this isn't the Man City podcast, but uh, he's the, the two defenders that cost a fortune are poor. They've been really poor. Um, Tevez one goal so far. It's bizarre, poor. isn't it? Um, Santa Cruz doesn't look. Hasn't been happy. Um, Barry's all right. Ireland's everyone's favourite player. He's not even in the team. All the Man City fans are always ringing six or six going on about Richard Dunn. So they're not, not. I know they've only lost one game. Again, though, that's it, isn't it? It's like they've only lost one game, and you know, perspective suddenly. Goes the way you look at it, but. Okay, let, let's move on to. Um, oh, key, and if you if you go on. No, the key thing is is that Man City haven't done well. Uh, Villa and Spurs drew. Uh, Arsenal lost yesterday. I still see no reason why we're not going to come in the top four. There was uh, some statistic when we played um, Man City, and then Man City didn't beat us. And uh, they were saying that their, their, their team was, in theory, worth six times more than our team, which is which is sort of put stuff in perspective. But anyway, uh, um, if you have if you want to rant on at us um, and you. Um, have your own thoughts on Man City. <laughs> Email us at life, life, and life and death. The blue moon, um, <laughs> the Man City podcast. Life and death at playbackmedia.co.uk or um, Twitter us on LFC Life and uh, Death at Twitter mm. something um, uh, um, or or you know send us some some sort of. Um, Smoke signals or something like that. So, Noel, who some do you flowers. Want, who do you want to see? <laughs> <laughs> um, who should be? Many, well, they'll get get some big big cheese, won't they? Who's, who's available? Who's oh, a no, de- who's it's, decent? It's, uh, it's Hiddink, isn't it? Because Hiddink, 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 and so he is like being touted around. Well, Man- Roberto Mancini is is also another. He's a smaller elephant. He's yeah, been, he's but been no, kicked around. Hitting his one. I mean, hitting. Look, he's classy. He did a good job with Chelsea. Hmm. <laughs> right. Um, uh, there's loads of rumours this week. Okay. Um, Diego Fall, and this is. I'm just going to chuck these at you now. Diego Forlan. Who was a flop at Manchester United? He was terrible at Man United, and now he's scoring all these goals in Europe. In well, he is a good player. He is a good player. He had a very poor time. Didn't settle. Apart from he was a favourite because he had that um, the goal he scored at Anfield when yeah. it went through Dudek's legs. So, what? How would we feel about the idea potentially of uh, Diego Forlorn coming? <laughs> Forlorn. Um, I, I don't really have an opinion about him. I think that Mascherano might be on the way out though because he kissed his badge. After scoring a goal, and usually really? if you kiss the badge, you're that out means the door. You're on your next way. Yeah, I, know, like, I love this team. How much? I'm out of here. Yeah, I mean, I think. Uh, well, that that, that gets me onto I'll move that onto that one in a second, which is which is the reason after the reason why I think we're being linked to um, Patrick Vieira. But um, but Diego Diego Forlan. 
Oracle? Uh, he, look, he's a really good player who's who's had a very good record <coughs> in Spain. You, you know, if you had a choice between him and Van Nistelrooy, I suppose I'd just about go for Van Nistelrooy because he's got the greater track record in this country. So, how old is Van Nistelrooy now? Um, he's Van Nistelrooy is. Don't let me down. Come on. Well, one of us. This is an amazing fact. That Van Nistelrooy, I think he was born either. I might be completely wrong. It might be like the same month or something. But I, I read. I'm sure he was born on the same day as Patrick Clivert. And really? It was amazing. You think, wow, that's unbelievable. Because Clivert seemed to be around forever, forever. But he yeah. started so young. Really? Um, so um, how old? Thirty-three. Thirty-three. Do you check up then? Uh, what day was he born and what day was Clivert born? Uh, or was Barry? Or was Barry Davies called him Patrick Clowvert? <laughs> Barry Davies. Clowvert. Well, no, Barry Davies pri- prided himself on always asking the players the correct like, pronunciation. <laughs> like Patrick Clowvert. Well, it's like Ngog now. He's called Ngog officially because apparently somebody asked him. And he's happy with Ngog. He's Ngog, yeah, rather than. Like the yeah. Hanson song. <laughs> yeah, but but it, yeah, but it's ruined that kind of wash, wash and go. Um, joke which I uh, championed last week. Um, so, uh, uh, personally, just a single issue. Per- personally, uh, I, I, I'm very depressed about the uh, per- the idea of Diego Forlan coming, just because he was a kind of Man United reject, and I don't want to be picking up Man United rejects. And you know, if he didn't didn't do it previously, why do we think he might do it? You know, with us. And, you know, I think w- what we've been looking for is a, a direct replacement. For Torres, when Torres well, that's is out, well, that's my and he, he that's ain't my that. view. Forlan, to me, is, in a way, it seems funny to say this, considering he was a bit of a floppy United. I think he's too big a player. <laughs> I think he's, you know, you, you don't want a player who's going to come in and, and yeah, be and, causing and trouble about being on bench. Yeah. Yeah. Same day. Same day. Really? Same day. Well, God, you are a freak. You're a freak, you, you know Ashley. <laughs> I want to almost go home now. You <laughs> are a freak. Is that the golden goal? Yeah. Burn him. <laughs> burn him. Somebody burn him. Um, uh, so, so then moving on to that, and as you said, that that um, Mascarano, but but Mas- ever since Mascarano came, he's been carping. His agent's been talking about him leaving. But that, but that the other depressing rumor um, is Patrick Vieira, and I just think. Of all the things we don't need, it is a defensive midfield player and a defensive midfield player whose legs have gone. We're knocking on four. I think it's Stephen Gerrard's buying a new Panasonic Vieira. (laughs) (laughs) I don't. I don't. This is this is is rubbish. I don't know where these rumours come from. Sometimes you know. You you know. I mean, if he would definitely will have lost his marbles if he buys Vieira. I just don't because Vieira is the reason why Vieira is not getting getting first team football is because he's not up to it anymore. You know, when we played them again, the. was it two seasons ago? He didn't touch the ball. He was never actually. I mean, he uh, particularly. He was never. Actually, he's got this reputation of being a defensive midfielder. He never actually was. He, he was actually. If you that classic Arsenal side, it was actually Petit was usually actually a bit yeah. further back. Okay. He, he's um, he, look. He's he's not the player he was clearly, and uh, hasn't been for quite a long time either. He's not. I mean, this is you know you got to appreciate that obviously particularly run up to the January transfer window. The the press goes into absolute overdrive. I mean, clearly he's been linked with Arsenal, he's been linked with uh, Tottenham, but why? Okay. Is he linked with other 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 news. Um, amazing. Bayern Munich have denied they've been interested in Ryan Babel. Why would they? Do? <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand where that, again where that came from. Is the fact that right, that they were initially interested in why on earth they'd want him? I don't know. And then Bayern have come out and said, no, we don't want him. No, thank you very much. Um, so th- maybe could they, you, again you, they linked. They thought he was uh, Marcus Babel. 
<laughs> doing very well. Yeah, well, a great defender. Um, but we presumably we'll have to sell Babel to buy anybody else in January. One would imagine we'll have to sell all, all the kind of dead wood to be able to get some money uh, together well, to buy. No, well, unless we get somebody on loan. I was alone, so I, yeah. I don't know. It may well be alone. Um, and then also Aurelio apparently stalling on a pay-as-you-play deal. Is that like a, one of those like mobile phone yeah, deals? You get, you get pay-as-you-play, yeah. and you get three gigabytes of uh, <laughs> mo- as a bolt-on. He, yeah, he's it's just holding out the but, unlimited yeah. text. But with no, with no, uh, with no data only. In fact, when, when they go on the Europa League game, when they go away in Europe, they have to turn Aurelio off. <laughs> so they get a big charge. <laughs> Again, I don't know entirely sure if this, uh, if the metaphor for work. It does. Yeah, it does. Works. In that well case, that. it works. We'll right, have that one. We'll have that one. That's a banker. Um, <laughs> I, but I think Aurelio should, you know, j- just have a bit of reality because, you know, he's, he's had a couple of decent, Can, decent games. Here's a question for you now. I yeah. genuinely have never known, have never understood this. Have you seen... Oh, that's... Uh, Come on, what have you never understood? Uh, Fabio Aurelio. Back of, what's on the back of his shirt? Uh, Aurelio, is it? And it says it's F. Dot Aurelio. Is that to differentiate himself from Kenny Aurelio? Funnily enough, who plays who, funnily who, who enough, the other Aurelio. I plays thought I did think that the other day. Is that always been on his yeah, back? It's of always, shirt? Been, always been. Because I, I did. F I, that was against Debrechen. I noticed it yeah. against Debrechen as well. I thought. And I know, I know the reason. Did know they the have one is, on their bench? Yeah, no, no. The <laughs> reason is, no, no. He's always been. I mean, the reason obviously is because. Um, like he's obviously got a f- like his name is Ian Fabio Aurelio, <laughs> yeah. a bit like Luis Garcia. Luis yeah. Garcia wasn't his actual name, but the but but why on the back of the shirt? Who are they differentiating? Is it the Facebook from? application? <laughs> he's downloaded as part of his contract. Um, so and then the other the other depressing news. It seems to be sort of list of quite depressing bits of news. Um, Man City are supposedly going to launch a fifty million pound bid for Torres uh, in January. Question about that though: Where does Man City's money come from? Because hasn't this whole sort of Middle Eastern, uh, the Saudi Prince tribute act thing, yeah. now that Dubai has officially run out of money, does that mean that people like Liverpool are going, oh, we, we were hoping we'd get 100 I million d- from I, I, the Middle no, East? I, I think the bloke who owns Man City owns everything. Right. So he, he's not going. I mean, that is just the most, again, this is just silly season. I, I don't think he wants to go, but I think if, we're, if Liverpool's owners are offered probably not 50, maybe 60, 70 million, they will take the money. But this is where players do have some power in this. Yeah, I mean, he might say, I don't want to go. So I don't go. But, you know, I, I think if they came in with silly money and asked, the, asked um, Hicks and Gillette if they wanted to sell him, I think they might even consider it. I, I really I do. I don't think so. Um, and then, similarly... Um, I don't think so, because the, the truth is is that they, they, would, they wouldn't get into the Champions League. They almost certainly wouldn't get into the Champions League then. And so, even if you're going to sell him this summer... There'd be no point in selling him in January because you're then completely knackering the chance of getting in the Champions League next year. So well, the financial I, loss is greater. You're, think, you're, you're, talk, you're talking as if th- these people are logic, logic driven. Uh, well, uh, they're, no, they're people. not logic by money. Driven. They're driven by money. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so it wouldn't actually make any financial sense. Um, and then Christian Nemeth is considering making his um, loan move to Athens, AEK uh, uh, Athens, permanent, which. Again, really depresses me because I because th- uh, I think he should be on the bench now. He, I don't understand why he's, why we haven't recalled him. God, what, you, you, what, you don't you don't fancy him, do you? Uh, uh, hey, uh, no. The, look, the the truth is, you know, we've spoken about this before. If you, in particular up front, particular strikers, 
I think you, the the young players who are going to come through are, you know, what I've called the phenomenons, you know. And right. well, he's not a phenomenon. He's a decent now there's player. David and Go. So why? But no. it, this this. But that says something then about where Benitez views Nemeth. Yeah, but Nemeth if, scored a if, lot, of, a lot of goals for the for the youth team, the reserve team. I know, but what? A and and Ungo has scored a few. I know, but look, how put this in perspective, right? Lucas, who most people seem to hate, I yeah. think he's all right. But people, he's not a great player. But he's all right. He is a Brazilian international. He was the Brazilian young footballer of the year. He was a captain of Corinthians. He was a captain of the under-21 Brazilian. Now he's a full international. If a guy like that looks a bit average, just knocking in some goals for the reserves in, in, in you know, the Central League, as I still call it, the, uh, does not, you know, you can't even compare. You're talking about yeah, but I don't, a I don't world think, I don't apart. think that's a, that's, a de- that's a decent parallel because the reason why Lucas won all those awards is because he's, a, he's like a defense, European defensive type player who was playing in Brazil and actually they don't have many of them so no, he looks very, very different that's one of but those classic that's one of those classic uh, fallacies that all Brazilians are just you know doing keepy-uppy on the uh, Copacabana <laughs> or something. Well, I mean the, do, do me a favour <laughs> Dunga's their manager he's one of the great exactly, uh, exactly. one of the great, uh, great you know, they've, got a great, they've got a great history of them what's Gilberto Silva what's Danielson they've got loads of players like that the, 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 they're, the, they're much more damn more skillful Lucas than Lever, Lever, if Lucas Leiva you know, people look at him and go, oh, you know, he's not he's not up to playing in the Premier League. And this is a guy who was a top-flight player in Brazil. Just playing well in the Central League, in the reserves. <laughs> so, you were talking so far apart. And that's how the game has changed. The idea is that, like, you know, back in the uh, late yeah, 70s when yeah, Roy Evans was manager... That, that's fine, but your argument doesn't hold hold water when you got did it, when, when we're talking about David and Go. David and Go is there. Play, you know, this... Well, I don't, think, yeah, he, I don't think he's particularly up to it. And, and he's a guy who played for PSG. So uh, why is it? Why do you think a guy who's just scored a few goals no, but he's in pe- the reserves is, is, is good he's, enough he's to make the leap up to the fo- top flight? international football for Hungary. No, he's played. He plays under twenty-one. He scored. No, he's, he played, played, he's, for, he played, played, he's played. for the international first team. Well, he, he, two weeks ago, he's playing for the under twenty-one again. As well, as well. He's, he's keen. He wants to get a game. He wants the game wherever he goes. But he, he has played. played he's played for the under twelve as well. If yeah, they well, call yeah, him, he, he would do. You yeah. know, because that lad's he keen. Loves football. He's keen knocking him. He knocking goals in any any um, stage of football. He has fake ID to play for the under twelves. He's that keen. Oh, he's, he's only small. He's he's very mobile. Um, and then finally, my other uh, bit of uh, um, exciting news. Um, no, I've lost that now. No, I've used I've used up all my exciting news. Shall I make one up? <laughs> um, <laughs> apparently, um, uh, Pele. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not going to comment. I'm terrible making rubbish up. Next get next game. No, I know what I wanted to talk about. Chris Eagle's hair. Right, I know Chris Eagle doesn't play for Liverpool, um, but I watched the Burnley uh, against West Ham game. Did you watch that? Chris Eagle's hair. He was a fantastic player. He, he, he played well. Will. He played. He played well. But his hair. He looks like a freshly showered tranny. Who's about, <laughs> who's about to put his makeup on? He had. This, he has this mane of very wet long hair, and he had a. I think he had a white headband on. He, I haven't, honestly, no, and and also, I think he plucks his own eyebrows. So you think the headband was in preparation for the foundation? I, th- I think so. I, but <laughs> he, did, he looked like you know, he looked like oh, like a ballerina. You know, when the ballerinas have got those thing, big things on, and they yeah. then they put cake makeup all over them. He just looks so bizarre. He actually well, looks. A patient who just had. Key and had bought a wig. 
That's a nice thought. Um, uh, but, but he, he actually, <laughs> and everybody, and everybody's, you know, talking about um, players wanting to look like Beckham. I think he's got the wrong Beckham. I think he looks like Victoria Beckham. He does look so ridiculous. I, I, I'm quite astonished by it. But I, I think, I think that's why they, sco- you know, Burnley did, you know, ended up scoring a few goals because we were just astonished by this, this sort of middle-aged woman running down the wing. We're going to talk about any other teams outside of Liverpool. And we've yeah. covered Man City already. Right. I want to Burnley. I just uh, I, Kimi Bullard celebration. I think we should just. <laughs> doff, I think we should doff caps to because I think that is. I'd have that if that was a Liverpool. I'd have that in the top five. You know, celebrations I've ever seen. Yeah. I think for any team. I, I like Jimmy Bullard. Oh, I, I think that was. I got to say, I think that was a brilliant celebration. Yeah, I think Jimmy Bullard as an outside bet for for the for the World Cup. Fowler's squad, line know? sniffing. Uh, we should talk about goal celebration. I'd yeah. say Fowler's line sniff was the the greatest celebration I've ever seen ever. <laughs> you remember when Julio said, "Oh yeah, um, yeah." It was a. He said it was Rigobert's song. Did it on the train. Yeah, pitch. He was uh, eating the grass. Just like, <laughs> did they think? Did think they said that to Julio? And he was like. Uncle Gerard just we, we didn't he doesn't really understand now what the kids have been up to and he did he just he went oh yeah 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 I'll get that don't worry about it I'll sort it all out and he just had no comprehension of what was going on anyway there we are so that uh, next match uh, um, Blackburn away that's an exciting game isn't it mm. <laughs> that'll be another up and under game be, it'll be like the um, Everton game Mark 2 wouldn't it the ball will be in the air more time it's on than it's on the floor but I think, um, although I'm not going to say it, because the last, the last two games I've said that we'd lose, we've won both of them. So I think we'll lose 3-0 to Blackburn away. <laughs> and uh, it'll, be a, it would, it'll be a very, de- very defensive, depressing display. And, um, but a Blackburn will come through um, and uh, we'll get two players sent off. <laughs> Um, what do you think, Ashley? It's very detailed. Yeah, it's very detailed, yeah. yeah, Because yeah. the whole thing will be reversed, mm. you see. Mm. I'm hoping um, Tom Bosley is going to be in the uh, in the crowd. Tom Bosley, nice. Yeah. Nice Cause, reference. Because we had the, we had the we had Fonds. Henry Winkler, Fonds. who Winkler. in the film The Waterboy did play a football coach, so maybe he was sort of casing the joint mm. to see... Listener, if you didn't know that um, Henry Winkler, the Fonz, was at the uh, the Derby on Sunday, um, and he just seemed quite baffled when they interviewed him. Yeah, I, I did had no. He was one of those people who just had no idea what was going on. He just came yeah. along and, and just thought, "Oh well, I'll just go there. There's lots of people going there." Nice he's in Panto, it. isn't he? In I know, I know, but you just think, well, do you do? Oh, they, it's like they, they always I think do it was that. Les Dennis, I think. Sorry? I think it was Les Dennis. He's Les Dennis. Yeah. He's a Liverpool fan, good fella. If you're listening, Les, you're welcome to come on any time you like. Although he's a bit busy. He'll be busy until January yeah. the 14th. Yeah. yeah. Matinees yeah. plus evening. Yeah, well, we can get him on the phone. Well, right. I think they get Mondays off. To, well, you know. In Panto Land? You get a flight from John Lennon up here in no time. It'll be here in two, two minutes. Done deal. Um, so, your predictions, please, for the, for the Blackburn game? Yeah, I think we'll win. Think we'll win. Yeah. All right, brilliant. Uh, Thanks for that. That's a, that's, a, that's a good answer. Thanks. I agree. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you if you forgetting the um, and finally, gentlemen, forgetting um, the fact that we're three hundred million pounds in debt, um, if we were to flog um, our various flotsam and jetsam and somehow manage to muster up twenty million pound, who would you who would be on your Christmas list to buy? It's one player. Who would you going to buy? Who are you going to buy? Come on, Gordon. Oh, goodness. Um, you, can't, you can't just say, like, somebody 
who's impossible, like Messi or somebody like that. It's got to be somebody who's potentially available, who's decent. I'm saying this, I've got no idea what I want to answer myself. Oh, so. yeah, I don't know either. I can't think. Brilliant. Messi. <laughs> Messi. Okay. Oracle? Um... Well, I've, I've stuck, I'm going to stick with Ben. Oh, <laughs> come on. No, I've been banging on about You're still on the Ben bus again. Yeah, exactly. So let's go with Ben. Let's go with Ben. Okay, we all going to do, do we let's go get Peter Crouch back. Well, you know, I'd rather be on the Anfield bench rather than on the Spurs bench, to be honest. Yeah. Mind you, then again, they're probably going to be in the Champions League next year, and we're not going to be in the Champions League, so there we are. But, you know, as you say, we may well win, you know, the Euro Disney um, League, so... What, I'm looking know. forward. Look, look yeah. the final's in uh, Hamburg. Yeah. I'll see you on the Reaper Barn. That'd and, be nice. uh, <laughs> yeah. we always win. We always win the UEFA Cup in Germany. So, lovely. Uh, great. And then the Beatles are going to reform. So yeah, and Keegan, Keegan had a lovely time in Hamburg, so it's lovely. Well, that's a deal then. Um, uh, well, how are we going to get there? We can drive. Let's drive. Let's drive on a big on a big bent bus. Come on, everybody! All right, thank you very much, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen. <laughs> if you want to join our bent bus, um, please <laughs> please email us in lifeanddeathplaybackmedia.co.uk and um, send us um, what would be what player would be on your Christmas deck. I'm going to give you twenty million pound. It's a you know we're probably not going to get that for, Mar- for Marcus Babble. We're not going to get that for, for Ryan Babble. But there you go. You got twenty million pounds to spend. Who are you going to buy? Um, we'll see you next week. Thank you very much. This is a Playback Media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk.